A really interesting opinion piece caught my eye. So we have welcomed uh, Brooke Struck, the research director at the Decision Lab, to join us because he wrote the opinion piece. Um, it, it it was in the CBC, and the title of the opinion piece is Health Authorities Should Lay Groundwork Now to Maintain Important COVID Curb Behavior. I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so what are you uh, getting at when it comes to the groundwork that needs to be laid in order to keep us safe during this third wave of the pandemic? Because I think it's quite interesting. Yeah, so, you know, we've had... Uh, these these special public health guidelines for a little you know a year and a little bit now, um, and you know Canadians have been very very good at following those guidelines. And the reason for that hasn't been that there was the threat of a fine or something like this. I mean, we've we've all known that it's impossible to police uh, you know the entire population. It's just not feasible to try to enforce that. Um, by force or through coercion. Rather, what's what's kept us all kind of on the straight and narrow is um, these social norms, this this expectation that we will hold each other accountable to this kind of thing. And um, what I'm picking up uh, as a kind of a potential challenge that's coming down the pipeline, and I think actually we're already starting to see it a little bit, um, is that vaccination undermines one of the key pillars about how social norms work. Okay, so what are those uh, three key pillars? Yeah, so the first is that social norms need to be uh, explicit and clear. So we need to know what is expected of us. Um, that, I think, is, is something that we've heard quite a bit through the course of the pandemic, that it's really, really important if public health wants to be having a strong influence on the behavior of individuals, that whatever the rules are, they need to be really, really clear. There can't be um, kind of doubt about what the rule is that's supposed to apply. Um, the second is that we need to be able to kind of verify each other's behavior. It needs to be um, visible uh, whether someone is complying with the rule or not. So, for instance, if we think about maintaining two meters distance, right, that's something that we can just check visually. If I'm walking through a park and I see that there's a group of people and they're standing you know, too close to one another, there, there doesn't have to be too much doubt in my mind about um, whether they are kind of following the norm or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third, and this is the one that I think we're, we're running into challenges with now, is that we need to close these windows of like plausible deniability. So, for instance, if we think about a social norm of, you know, supporting uh, members of one's community. So, for instance, if you're walking down the street and you see uh, a homeless person or someone who's in a precarious housing situation and they ask you for some money, um, one of the things that you might be able to, uh, you know, to say if you want to kind of shirk that social norm of, you know, supporting your fellow citizen, it's like, well, oh, I don't have any cash in my pocket right now. I only really use plastic, right? So what I'm doing in that kind of instance is I'm saying, I acknowledge that this social norm um, applies to me, but there's kind of this like special reason that I don't need to follow it right now. And that's the kind of thing that that happens once you start to have the population or rather only a portion of the population vaccinated, that because we don't know who's vaccinated and who's not, it opens up this kind of plausible deniability challenge where you say, oh, okay, well, you know, the rule is that we're supposed to maintain distance, we're supposed to wear a mask and these kinds of things. Um, What we need to avoid is that plausible deniability where someone says, oh, well, I've been vaccinated. So this gives me kind of a way out of that norm. 
Right. And we're hearing now, and this is just such discouraging news. Um, you know, the CDC has a different stance on things. They say if you're vaccinated and you're with other people that are vaccinated, you can gather in, in small groups and that'll be okay. But here in Canada, we're getting, we're ramping up our vaccination, especially here in Ontario. And we're hearing that, you know, they don't know how long we'll have to adhere to masking. So you have a really interesting uh, opinion on that as well. Can you maybe break that down for us? Cause I, I think it's very illuminating. Yeah, so we're, we've been in a situation up until now where basically everybody in society has had to act as though we might be infected and just not know it yet. And my hope is that in 12 months' time, we'll be in a situation again where we all kind of know what the score is. But what we're experiencing now is this kind of transition period where some of us can have one set of expectations about our situation because we're unvaccinated and another set you know, a growing, uh, a growing group of Canadians will have different expectations and we won't be able to identify readily who belongs in which group. So it's this transition phase where we end up with a real problem. Now, I understand, um, you know, the, the kind of public health need right now to tell the, the kind of early, you know, the, the, the earliest vaccinated people in Canada, it's not time yet to start changing our behavior. Like, it may. I think that there's a credible case to be made that you need to reach um, kind of certain benchmarks of, of vaccination within the community before you can start to ease up on those restrictions. Um, what we can't have, I think, is this idea that we can't actually loosen up any restrictions until mm-hmm. everybody has been vaccinated. We need to have a credible um, transition plan. Because I guess part of your reasoning there is it removes incentivizing, uh, you know, part of the incentive for the vaccine. It disincentivizes the vaccine almost because if my life's not going to change at all and I have to wait, you know, I had emails from people that were saying, listen, I'm vaccine hesitant right now because I'm going to wait till we get a lot of vaccines so that I can get that interval of three weeks that that the original clinical trial said that the vaccine should be um, the doses should be given at. And, and so that's what I'm waiting for. And, and if you find out though, that you'll be able to unmask a lot quicker, then you might then be incentivized to get vaccinated instead of the, uh, you know, the other way around, which is a fear, right? Yeah. Yeah. We've been, we've been hearing for a year plus that like vaccination is the thing that's going to get us out of this, right? That like we've all been kind of hunkered down waiting for a vaccine to come and and save us from this situation to hear now that the vaccine has arrived, that in fact, it changes nothing. Like that's, that's a really, really dangerous message to allow to propagate itself out there. And so, and I don't believe that that that's actually the case. I don't believe that the vaccine will not help us to get out of this situation. Quite the contrary. What I believe is that we need clarity about what the plan is of kind of how that unfolding is going to play out. Okay, so the government has already admitted, you know, we're unclear on some things. It's a moving target. Uh, so what are you proposing? What, who is going to provide the, the clarity? How um, fluid can the clarity be uh, in order to yeah. keep these social norms up? And the social norms being, you know, keep doing what we're doing. You know, keep your distance. Keep masking. Stay outside. Yeah. So first of all, I want to address that fluidity issue first. Um, you know, while things need to be clear, uh, I think that there's also like a level of maturity uh, among the, you know, the Canadian citizenry. Like we understand that this situation is 
is in many ways unprecedented. It's extremely uncertain. There's a lot that we don't know that we're finding out more and more every day. People know that, you know, this this accusation of like, well, you know, someone's flip-flopping because they changed the policy. It's like, if you give a good rationale for why you change your policy, people will respect the change that you make. They will respect you for having made the change based on new evidence. Um, so I understand that there's kind of a, a hesitancy to want to commit to something and then have to you know publicly admit that one's changing one's mind but like really we're in a situation now where we need like we need our politicians to put that aside a little bit and to focus on what it is that our population needs and not necessarily what you know electoral chances might be influenced by the kinds of decisions that we're making right now um so that's that's one um and, you know, on the other side, whose responsibility is it to put this forward? Um, I would say, you know, based on the, the way that powers are divided between the federal and provincial governments, it's probably up to the provinces who have that authority to make calls about, um, you know, when certain sectors of the economy open up and what the public health guidelines are uh, in their provinces. So, for instance, those, those decisions are not taken at the federal level. So a very, uh, I guess an easy way to put this is if you want to have a successful vaccine strategy and get out of this third wave as quickly as possible, you have to focus on human nature and it is human nature to need information and want information. It's amazing how patient we are when someone provides us with very crystal clear information. So as long as that information is coming to us in a way we can digest, then we should actually be better off in the long run. Is that, is that the long and short? Yeah, that's right. Having a clear picture of what the plan is helps us to stick with it. Like, it's not fun to say, okay, well, you know, for the next four weeks or however long it's going to be, we really need to hunker down. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot easier to do that if you already see a finish line in sight than to have no visibility whatsoever on a finish line. I want to thank you for your time. I, th- I think your your opinion piece is fantastic. I would uh, steer people to that uh, as vaccines increase. Maintaining COVID curbing behavior is going to get more complicated. You can find it on the CBC website. Thanks so much, Dr. Strzok. Thank you. It was great.